Well, we've only got three weeks left. Yeah, San Antonio was yesterday. Atlanta's next weekend. So one, two, three. Yep, we have three weeks left in the season. Kind of crazy to think we're already past the midway point from the start of tour. And some. it's been interesting. Allentown finals, right? Yep, we got Atlanta next weekend, like you said, Allentown after that, and then finals. And again, we will be in Indianapolis Friday and Saturday, probably in the lot both days, right? We're not going inside. Most likely. I just, tickets were kind of weird. They do that block scheduling where they block them out the cores. Uh, I looked at, and they're crazy expensive now, but yeah. Yeah, so we're probably going to be outside. Feel free to say hi if you see us. and but honestly, man, I just don't think I could sit through that many drum corps shows. <laughs> no, I 100% can't anymore. I don't know if I've ever been able to sit through like 12 in a row, but that's a whole different discussion for a different day. But it's, I would say some people might be surprised with the percussion finishings in San Antonio yesterday. But one of the things we're going to do is we haven't really come out beyond a few of the reaction videos we've made so far and talked about the first half of the season and things we think beyond we did our preseason discussion but we didn't know anything we'd seen a few small clips from spring trainings around the country and now we have a huge idea of how things sit now obviously after the first regional the storyline of how the season started and progressed through everything kind of what we thought in the beginning the first week what groups have gotten cleaner what groups have kind of not what groups have not cleaned enough yet uh front and battery who kind of came out of left field and it they didn't come out of left field and all it's Cavaliers, like they won percussion um, at San Antonio. They didn't come out of left field for us, but I feel like some people, I know we've heard them called like the dark horses of this season because they weren't really in a lot of people's narratives at the start of tour, but they definitely are now in a huge way. And I would I would argue it wasn't even close, honestly. Well, yeah, well, we'll talk about that some too, but I, I don't think it was close. And honestly... <laughs> I mean, they went on really early, and they're going to continue to go on early the remainder of the year just based on where the core is. Yep. Um, but, I mean, winning the show by point three going on in, like, the eight spot is very Three-tenths is so. a statement, and even more of a statement when you, like you just said, going on the eight spot. But before we get into the narrative that, and the story. Like, uh, huh, 2010 ahead, Phantom and, like, energy from, like, those old VK lines that went on early, those old Tom Float lines yep. from, like, yep. Spirit, and it went on early and stuff. Uh, yeah, just popping huge numbers early. But before we get into the storyline of the season thus far and where things stand as we sit now, welcome everyone to the Aged Out Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Fantini, and with me as always is... Evan Worrell. Check out the reaction videos. We've got a bunch of them. We're going to be, after this podcast, reacting to a lot more of the percussion sections and drum lines from the DCI 2023 season. It's all on YouTube. If you're on podcast services, go subscribe, like, comment on those videos. Check that stuff out. We also, if you, if you can... Listen to the whole podcast. We've got clips we upload, shorts, reels, all that stuff. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Hit the join button on YouTube if you want to support us financially or if you want to give a little more to our little endeavor here with this podcast, go to patreon.com slash agedoutpodcast. All right. So how did the season start? I feel like the best place to start with this thing is just where did we start out, what, three, four weeks ago now? three Three to four, depending on what core you're talking about. I think out of the gate, there were a few groups that we could tell were swinging for the fences, for lack of a better way to put it. You, know, you had Blue Devils, Blue Coats, and I, really those two, I feel like from a demand difficulty of content standard, were the ones swinging for the fences. And Boston too. Um, Boston as well. Sorry, how could I completely yeah. forgot Boston? Yeah. 
Um, some It has worked out so far for some of those three. They all still have work to do, I would say. I think Boston's probably the cleanest at this point out of those three would be Execution a fair statement. Wise, yeah, are you talking about overall or just percussively? Percussively. We can talk about core overall stuff at some point, but I'm kind of sticking to this, well, the narrative out of, of those percussion three, land. Out of those three, for sure, Boston is probably achieving. Yeah, I think that that's... I mean, you can tell from the lot videos, you can tell from the flow stream, uh, just the way the ensemble's sitting on the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston's definitely achieving higher than those two other groups, Blue Devils and Blue Coats at this time. Um, those other two groups do have some significant environmental challenges and just ensemble timing things that do make their shows challenging, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, I think, too, uh, Crown came out really strong, but it almost... <laughs> felt too polished like man is this gonna peak early um just the, the whole ensemble package is what i'm talking mm-hmm. about yeah um the brass the music analysis like it just sat really well i'm like uh, is it is it gonna carry them to the end of the season and we'll see yep. so i'm gonna talk about that some more when we get there too yeah uh, other things troopers came out really strong still holding pretty solid um in that like 11 spot i think they were as a core uh, as a core yeah okay. and then like they were ninth uh in percussion which is super solid um i was a little surprised that the colts were in that 11 spot in percussion um after the show but they could have i didn't see their run yesterday so mm-hmm. me neither maybe they had a, just a couple uncharacteristic moments in the show big regional first time all these groups have played inside i'm pretty yep. sure that's a that's a very valid point everyone's got to keep in mind from a sound standpoint and ears standpoint. I mean, yeah, Blue Devils. Like, ex- go ahead. Like, I thought Phantom actually tore at the very beginning of their show. Um, I'm not sure, but it sounded like it. And then it recovered pretty quick. But, you know, first first show in the Dome, maybe it just didn't sound right. And they're like, whoa, what is going on? Yeah. Um, but that's what it felt like to me, at least. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. they just tore. I mean, you and I are pretty much on the same page with how the season started. I mean, not to, not to beat a dead horse or completely just repeat what you said, but just to recap, like, Blue Devils, crazy hard battery book. The front's always solid. The name of the game for them was, can they get clean enough? And I will say they have that snare moment where the the interweaving pod add in and out with the high moms, very hard. Still not there yet. No, It's just not. And you and I both were texting while we were watching the stream last night. And I said, it started really well. And then it kind of just... I think what I said at the end of it was, there was no way that was good on the field. No. Um, Which would make sense looking at the recap after it's like probably probably didn't hit that one no no i think it's one of those it's going to be one of those phrases where due to the nature of the add-ins in and out in snare land then moving into that integrated form with the quads it's either going to be in the whole time or it's going to not it's one of those moments that is super high risk super high reward if they pull it off and three weeks left to go I would argue, unless that was just a fluke of a bad run, and it's typically way better in rehearsal or previous shows, we don't know. But we have to go on uh, based on what we've seen. And it ain't, I think it, they've it ain't already yet. changed it a little bit, too. Um, I'd have to go back and watch early season footage. I it looked like, from the stream at least, that maybe they shifted from playing like all those buzz rolls underneath it, which yeah. <laughs> made it sound wild but wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now maybe it's more like eighth note check underneath um, to try to clear up some of that. So I'm sure they'll continue to tweak it and just, you know, like refine it and be like, all mm-hmm. right, what's working? What doesn't work? They're they're obviously very good at figuring stuff out. So Yep. They will 
They will do everything they possibly can to get it there. And the Blue Devils will water stuff too. They, in the past, they, they've yep. got to, they know you've got to be clean finals week. And they will do what they have to um, out of necessity to uphold the standard that they have as a, just a drum corps overall, pretty much. And that's not a bad thing. Every core, probably, every percussion section, I'll say, like, no percussion section goes through a whole summer and doesn't water something at some point. Like, that's just the nature of the beast. I some stuff's not going to work. Some stuff's never going to come together. Like, it just is what it is. Um, uh, I did take notes on all these shows. So you just want to go down them or what? I mean, yeah, we can just start with BD like we just talked about and just work our way down of how the season started for them, where they're I, at I now. I will say their battery, like, they, they're going to have to nail that moment that's kind of hard because their exposure to the judge, like, in close capacity is limited for a large mo- moment of the show. Very limited. Really, that's the only moment. The opening quad thing is on the front hash, which is, like, 70 feet from, like, where the judge is in front of the front ensemble. Then you have the opening snare thing, which is, it's the only thing happening on the field. And it's so far back that like, I don't know how musically you can read it super well. I mean, even the front is just kind of just chilling there. The front ensemble, like it's only snares. There's, there's nothing. The front's just like, all right, let me change my sticks out of my mount bag. All right, we'll just wait. So they're going to have to nail that moment because it's one of the only ones. It's one of the only exposed moments they have. And, you know, when we had Scott on here, something he pointed out, and you can notice this when you watch Blue Devil shows, they don't design with winning subcaptions in mind. Right. So the way they as a design team designed this show clearly ended up with the battery not being at the front, on the front sideline, where the judge can get up close and personal for a lot of what they're doing. Which, again, like you said, makes that feature that much more important for the battery to nail. And, I mean, I, I timed it. I, I What was it? Uh, the Broken Arrow show, I think. They were, yeah, they were at that show. I timed, like what I've kind of done in the past and previous seasons as we changed. I think last season I did it. They changed yeah, the judging they're, system. They're winning the upstairs boxes. Yes, um, which is catches. what they designed for. Yeah, and GE, Scott told us that. I mean, uh, visual performance, um, music analysis. Like, so as long as they're close in the other ones, like mm-hmm. percussion, guard, on-field visual, like if they're close in all those – it's fine because they're the show is gonna it's it's a good show and they're really good at it so yeah and i will point out having timed the judge's ability to evaluate the battery it's like a minute and 10 seconds or something it's that feature moment and a couple other really small moments so it's just the way the cookie crumbled for their show design that they produced to try to give them the best shot of winning overall which is what they designed for so it is what it is in this new world we live in with this new system where the judge can't go on the field, unfortunately. But they still have a lot of cleaning to do. Uh, if it happens, they'll probably be in the top three in the conversation for the drum trophy. That's what I have about them at this point. Like, they still have a lot of cleaning to do just due to the demand of what they're doing. Uh, Boston was second last night. Mm-hmm. Um, very aggressive, demanding show, um, especially for the percussion, especially for the battery. Uh, it's a battery-heavy heavy show um very they have a little bit of that excuse me the um let's get everything out of the way and now it's indoor drumline for a little while <laughs> i mean it's just again nature of the beast in the new system we live in you kind of have to do that if you want to showcase your drumline yeah in the batteries playing really really well mm-hmm. um the I, the fast forwards man like i've I know that I can't do it. I don't know if that was a skill set that I ever would have been able to do. I never worked roles. on it. It really wasn't um, thing something people were doing a lot of. 
playing those triplet roles and just inserting those fast fours in there. I'm not sure how cleanable those are. I, I don't know if I've ever heard. I know we heard them in the lot play them pretty pretty well at land last year. But on the move, man, you, you almost just have to, like, hope and pray that all eight or nine people in the snare line, like, woke up that morning and, like, oh, like their yeah. hands just yeah. feel immaculate. Like, here we go. Today's going to be a good day. And if you woke up and you're like, oh, my hands don't feel good, it's like, today's not going to be the good day. <laughs> so. It's one of those things where you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? It's cool when it works, but do you? is it one of those things you can definitely overuse? And we, we've definitely said in past seasons we felt like Colin overused it. And I think he, last year and this year even, obviously dialed it back with the frequency of them. And it's one of those things, like you said, super, your hands have to feel perfect. It's always going to have a little bit of inconsistency baked into it just because of what it is and how fast it is. And maybe you throw one of them in there or two in a row instead where's the middle ground where's the fine line you got to walk for that is it worth it question you know yep yep um, for sure um blue coats were third and finished fifth in the percussion caption uh, not really shocked about that because man that show it's the wild ensemble timing from that show is wild crazy um just what they're asking them to do from an individual responsibility, like the way the sections are in pods, the way they have different meters going and overlaying on top of each other, um, different vibes and different feels. I'll say, too, the source material is crazy. I just don't know that even if it's, like, right, like this is lining up exactly how we want it to on paper in reality. I'm not sure if it still is going to sound right. I, I it just It sounds wonky no matter what. Um, <laughs> I do think that this core has leaned in pretty heavy with the same vibe since 2019. That was the first um, Beatles show, right? Yeah, 2019 was the show, the, the Blue Coach show. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they had planned for 2020. I know the COVID year 2021, they just did the Lucy show with reprise of Beatles stuff. Then in, I think, 21, they did the, what was that next show? Not Riffs and Revelations. That was last year. That was year. last year or 21 was Lucy, and then last year, 22, Riffs and Revelations, like, mm -hmm. it's this, like, 60 eras vibe, like, the Garden of Love. It's It feels all the... They're they in feel their very similar. They're in their hippie era, man. <laughs> Dude, they are. Um, but, yeah, there's also a weird part where I was watching in that text, I was like, oh, the drums came out. I feel like they just disappeared for, like, four minutes. Like There is a large chunk of that show where the drum line is kind of just non-existent. And more so than the typical, like, oh, we have, like, a ballad chart for a minute or two. But it's a while. Yeah. It is a while yeah. where the drum line disappears. And that's not necessarily always by default a bad thing. But they're, they were a group similar to BD out the gate that you and I and some of our friends all said the content is there. The difficulty, the vehicle to win a Sanford a second year in a row is there. I, at this point, with only three weeks left... Having saw them in person at their first show of the season, I've watched every lot video, talked to people that I trust. I trust the ears and eyes of throughout tour. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. I, the, the progress they've made from start of tour to now, I don't know if it's enough to get them to the promised land in three more weeks. Like the trajectory doesn't seem... 
it doesn't seem i'm just gonna say this and it might sound brutal but it doesn't feel like they've gotten that much cleaner since we saw them on july 5th it i think probably a... they probably for sure have but it doesn't feel like they've made i fully I get what you're saying there i i um, don't think that would be an outlandish claim to make um and the show i know we talked about this some too it, it doesn't seem to have that like key moment that really sticks with you like last year the huge energy like they had the key tar moment and like mm -hmm. everybody just went crazy like this show just cruises yeah it kind of starts it happens and then it ends and yeah not necessarily a completely bad thing i i just we we said it we said it before on here we kind of missed the Bluecoats were in the conversation last year for the Sanford the whole summer, but we kind of just took them for granted. And we've been very much so paying attention to them. And I think they still could do it. I think because the vehicle's there. Three weeks Playing is a is long high. time. But I think that them and BD probably have the highest ceiling show-wise. Yes, that uh, is like extremely – I would agree with that 100%. Overall, just like overall. Yeah. Um, and then percussively, I would say, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's Cavaliers tough. Really, Cavaliers really just popped one last night. And it yeah, was, they kind of punched it. everybody else in the yeah. mouth. And that's really all. We'll get to Cavaliers in a minute. But yeah. the, it remains with Blue Devils and Blue Coats. Can they get clean enough? Neither <laughs> one has gotten clean enough yet. Um, we'll see if it can happen. So... TBD. And then, uh, fourth place. We'll move through these a little bit quicker, but uh, Crown. Another one, like, I think that I was surprised. I know early season and then in the off season, you and I, and we may have talked about this on our preseason podcast too, we're just, we were so curious how the Kevin Shaw, Mike Jackson, Michael Klesh um, merge was going to go, how they were going to work together. And you and I both were pretty pleasantly surprised on like how well the overall package of what they do works. Oh yeah. Which is why when I look at the recap and I see them first and second from both music and Alice judges, like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Um, the show works well, the battery kind of, they play very musical. It's very mm -hmm. expressive. Um, they kind of stay out of the way of the brass a lot or just like kind they, of, they complement the brass very well. The way uh, things are arranged and written. I will say that ensemble as just like a flat out percussion ensemble. I mean, I could see how it lacks content or lacks variety. I'm trying. I'm trying not to say things like I'm not. Everybody's everybody's working hard. All the kids are great. Like I love this summer of the activity. But if we're just going to be a little bit of critiquing, like there are repetitive motifs which are idiomatic and they do get drawn back in. But I do see it's like, well, you this vibe is still this vibe. Like it stays, it feels the same. It, it you've played this lick twelve times in the show. Um, like I could see how that lacks variety or lacks content. To, um, to me, the battery writing just lacks rudimental variety. That's the yeah, biggest like thing for my taste. It's I I agree with you fully, and I've said this throughout the entire season since I saw the show the first time in the complete package. Mike and Kevin Shaw did a great job. Yeah. integrating their style into the crown brass world which we know was iconic at this point they're amazing tons t tons of brass trophies through um throughout their stint 
Um, it's we grew up playing like Flamnabulous and let's learn how to yeah. grid and, and let's like let's play all these like Flam vocabulary, Flam drags, cheeses, Flam taps, Flam mills. Like let's play some Swiss armies. Like they don't they don't really have that content in the show. Not um, a lot of it in Battery Land. And something else I will point out that is very important. Definitely impo- not playing Flam drags on the front, but yeah, well, it's <laughs> it's very important to point this out. There's a lot of fluidity in approach. Excuse me again. There's a lot of fluidity in approach with the way Mike Jackson's groups, drum lines play. And crown, hard drill, brass, and percussion, probably and guard too. Running around like crown does, and if, you, if you've seen their show, their drumline hauls. East Coast, run and gun. They are hauling. And that is not conducive to having an approach to the drum, in my opinion, of the very flowy, tons of space, and just like big, long reattacks, and just kind of that that vibe of, of his groups, the of delicate those, nature yeah. of it. To do that kind of drill as a drum line and stay clean, you've got to have that cadets approach from back in the day. Crown under Bettis when you were marching, cadets now, um, the Cavaliers are much more, I don't know how hard their drill is, I haven't paid it ton of attention to it this year but that more that more east coast controlled approach allows you to maintain clarity when you are your lower body is going nuts and crown's battery drills hard man there's no other way to put it those kids are running and i think that is contributing to part of the clarity part of the clarity issue you hear on and off throughout a performance and honestly i noticed this early on and this takes with when your drills really hard drum core shows are really long you got to build up stamina you can hear if you watch some of the shows performances of crown this year early on which we did watch the streams the level of clarity on the back half is notably different than the level of clarity in the first half of the show that's endurance that's you could hear in the playing clarity the kids getting tired and there's not much you can do about that. Like, I mean, you just got to either continue working, which I know they're doing under Mike, Kevin Shaw, and uh, Jared Andrews. They're not not working. I'm not yeah. I'm taking anything away from them. It's just kind of the reality. Either the drills. They got, they got some time. Oh, Everybody three has weeks. Time. That's the good thing. Everybody that's the time, beautiful thing so. about this. I consider San Antonio, even if it's not in days, like the halfway mark of the drum corps <laughs> season. Because everybody gets that, like, once regionals start, there's a little bit of extra oomph that, co- that comes from motivation when the real competitive, com- competitive nature, competitiveness, competitiveness, really comes to the forefront when you're all at the same show every Saturday until the rest of the season's People over. People are going to start making changes. They're going to mm-hmm. start adding things. They're gonna, some groups already have. They're going to, like, we've been saving this ending. They'll put it in for, like, Atlanta or just after Atlanta. I mean, there's going to be some changes and shakeups. Um, yeah, we'll move it's, through... Well, Crown the, is the one thing. Last thing I'll say, oh, Crown's yeah. in that same category with BD and Blue Coats, but their vehicle is not as demanding musically as Blue Coats and BD. But they're in that same category of can they clean it? You're talking about like demanding from like an ensemble cohesiveness. It's all of it, just yeah. the the content in the book, the drill, the package, the timing, right? Ensemble, can they clean it? And they're they're still a question mark. Just like BD and Blue Coats are still a question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hit the tie from last night from Mandarins and Phantom, which was cool. Um, man, like Mandarins, top five. 
good for them. for them. Uh, good for probably, them. That core. I would, I would probably make an assumption that's the highest placement in the course history um, at a show, maybe. like Well, like a regional where everybody is at least. Um, probably. I think, I think that Mandarins, and this is just a random thought from some group texts, like somebody said this and it made a lot of sense, that Mandarins and like Pacific Crest and some of these Northern Cal drum corps probably did benefit from SCV's departure, um, specifically thinking like the brass uh, membership, the color guard membership, just getting maybe some talent that would have maybe typically jumped ship to another group or audition for another group. Um, so good for them. I know Mandarin's had a great summer last year too, so they're building off that momentum. But mm-hmm. Man- and then uh, Mandarin's Phantom, as a core have been on the up and up for the last like five years. So you know, Phantom bringing JD Shaw back into the fold. Um, that show is one that's grown on me a lot since the beginning of the summer. When I first saw it, I wasn't really feeling it. I was like, eh. Um, but I, I do like that. Uh, I do like what they're doing. Like I said, I did think that they had a rough start on their show last year, but they also seem to be playing the judge rule change like a fiddle. So uh, what, Phantom? Very well. Like, yeah, Phantom has yep. their exposed moments that they really crank and ratchet up the content and what they're doing. Uh, as far as compared to the moments that it, where they're back there supporting the core, so yeah. If you watch a Phantom Lot video, half of the battery book is probably just kind of like, all right, we're supporting the core. Clearly, we're not really doing a whole lot. It kind of just stuff. happens. Then they and get then to their get feature, to the feature, and you're like, holy crap! <laughs> you're like, all right. So um, they're they're definitely playing the game. Um, uh, Mandarins, I love the color palette that they have. The, the dichi- dichotomy. Uh, dichotomy of the uh, the white and the red uniforms uh, there in the beginning with the yellow guard is just it's a fun show. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Where did the uh, Mandarin's percussion finish again? Uh, they were eight. Okay. Last night. Gotcha. Uh, pretty. Solid. I'm a little skeptical. Phantom was six. Uh, Phantom so was six in drums. Six in drums. Yep. Interesting. I mean, they were pretty much like fifth, sixth, seventh in every caption across the board, really. Yeah, Phantom. Um, Phantom as a core overall is having a good summer. The yep. show, I like the show. I don't dislike it. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've voiced my opinion on the judging system so many times that I don't like that you can have a really hard feature or two, and then everything else is kind of like, well, we don't we need to spend a lot of time cleaning this, and we can just nail these two 30-second phrases and boom yeah i mean i'm sure they're working on the whole show but i get well, exactly course. what you're saying yeah. um yeah. next we had the cadets who pretty much from the beginning on on the stream i was like mm, they're having a good one um looking back at the recap finishing third in achievement makes sense then uh fourth overall on the on the field in the percussion caption so this show is one that like many that I've said all season, I don't, I don't know what it's about. I know they rock in the gym gear, um, <laughs> so the Atlas Rising. Don't know what it's about, but I know that they move and play really well. Pretty um, well, feels yeah. Like it feels like a very traditional cadets show. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like cadets. Like you can close like your cadets. eyes and it just it's like this is a cadets show. So yeah. I'm a fan for nostalgia reasons uh, and all that stuff. And I think cadets probably also have one of the clean up there in the cleanest battery conversation. Yeah, dude, they're definitely playing really, really well. Had a strong run. They also, like, added stuff. Like, added front content. Like, there mm. was this front moment 
halfway, two thirds, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of the show where they had like a drum set, just round the drums, just killing it. And then there was this like front ensemble moment. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel like that was there two weeks ago. Probably was. Maybe it was. I need to go back and watch, but I'm pretty sure they added some like added content into the show. Like I mean, up. if the judges are telling them like we need more from your front. Listen, right? I mean, com- from a competitive standpoint, just listen. And if the Blue Devils do it, if Boston will listen, like you just got. I mean, the judges are the ones that are evaluating what you're doing and the quality of it, and they're judges for a reason. Like they they know what they're talking about, and so kudos. Yeah, so good for them listening. Uh, I'm gonna glaze through a couple of these. Yeah, you're before fine. Before I come back, uh, I'm gonna skip Cavies. I'm gonna come back to that. Um, Cavies were eighth overall as a core, but then like kind of Blue Stars, Colts, Troopers range. Um, shout out Pacific Crest finishing twelfth. So right now the uh, the last core in to the finals grouping that would be sick um, for them if they hold that position or rise even one a, a further. Uh, jump up to 11th so i don't i don't know if crest has ever made finals uh i don't know that i, don't I know would that. guess probably not but i could very well be wrong with that statement um i probably probably not something you can google has pacific crest made dci finals have chat gpt um, look it up <laughs> chat gpt yeah uh i don't I don't think so. Well, uh, someone let us know in the comments. Pacifics, uh, this is from old 2019. Pacific Crest's 14th finish at DCI 2019. Semifinals mark a historic milestone. Um, so maybe 14th is the highest they've ever hit. So they were on the might verge be. there in 2019. So might yeah, be changing that, that this year. That would be sick. Um, yep. Yeah, but kind of in the middle pack there, the middle bottom of the pack. Um, Blue Stars Colts. I know Blue Stars are going through some changes in percussion land for sure because they had a couple of quad members that got injured, season-ending yep. injuries, I heard. And I did hear that they were bringing in some people to fill those spots. They are. I heard that as well. They have two replacements. They'll have four quads by the end of the season, unless so, something has changed in the last week. <laughs> it'll probably take those those members. Uh, I, don't, I don't know when they met up, but it'll take them a couple of weeks to learn everything and get in there and get oh, integrated. Yeah. I'm sure they're oh, probably yeah. learning learning sections of the show here, um, but oh well, it helps the rest of the battery to clean. Anyway, yeah, I but. would say that Troopers, Blue Stars, Colts is a little bit of like a a mid tier battle going on in Percussion Land. Like, they, I put them all on the same kind of level. Honestly, I probably I would put those three on the same playing field as which three Mandar- Troopers, uh, Colts. Troopers, Colts, Blue Stars. I would put them on the same playing field as Phantom and Mandarins too. If I'm being totally honest, yeah, I th- like in the same ballpark of like any given I actually night. Like Troopers better than Mandarins and Phantom, probably personally. in Drumline Land for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Drumline Land, very much so. But like those five groups, I would not be surprised through as the regionals play out the rest of the season for those to jumble up, flip flop around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, everybody talks about slotting, and everybody gets slotted in the. I like when stuff like this happens because, you know, the ju- the judges just let the show come to them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out here and I'm going to evaluate and I'm going to take this in and I'm going to let the groups tell me where to put them pretty much um, with how they're playing, how they're moving. Just let the show That's kind of how you. it should be, honestly. Yeah. I mean, every judge is going to just stick within their caption and 
yeah. I mean, I remember talking to a guy one time who judged DCI finals. He judged brass on the field. And we were talking about a, a show. And I was like, oh, dude, and this happened. And, like, I love that moment so much. And he's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. He's like, I was just so <laughs> dialed in with what I was doing. He's like, I, I don't – he's like, I don't even remember sometimes what color their uniforms are. <laughs> I mean, so that doesn't surprise me at all. No. Not at all. You're so but, honed in on what you're evaluating. I can totally see how you would miss – a lot of stuff that are outside of your purview in your caption as a judge, for sure. It'll also be interesting to see if uh, some cores there, just like the first couple out, like the Blue Knights Crossman um, range that 13, 14 start to make significant changes to try to get them over the hump. Mm-hmm. Get them. I in. would say so. I'd say I you'll know see that, that Blue Knights were really close uh, in last night's shows, like point three away from that twelfth place spot. So they. They could definitely clean up some stuff, change some stuff, water some stuff. Uh, that Blue Knight show, again, that's another show that I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, I'm here. not. I don't know what's going on. Some <laughs> obelisks out there. There's some. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't want to gloss over the bottom half of the, the recap either. There's a lot of really good groups going on. I mean, Academy, I like that show, actually. Um, Scouts, Spirit, Music City, Genesis, Seattle Cascades everybody's solid there's just obviously some groups that are separating themselves from the pack i mean that's why they that's why they have prelims semis and finals we 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 narrow it down um all right let's jump back yeah we'll jump back to cavaliers so (laughs) right after the show i mean we were texting throughout the show we have some group chats going on but i mean there's things that happen in that show that i was just like damn uh even There's like the front ensemble like they yeah. have this one split thing in the front and i'm just like i don't know what that is but that no. sounds crazy and it sounds harder than anything anything else i've heard any other front play like there i have heard i will say this on here i won't say who or where i heard this but i've heard through the grapevine of the percussion world that the cavaliers might have the best front ensemble in dci i heard I that mean, two weeks ago i wouldn't be surprised that two weeks had- ago freaking legendary uh front ensembles in years that they've won cabbie's pit is historically strong for sure yeah there's always been a a huge connection with them and like indoor talent from indoor groups whether it's like rhythm x or music city mystique um so yeah the the front is just killing the game and then the battery also too i mean those they have a lot of really good exposure like throughout the show that they're accessible to the judges I will say the design is helping them a lot. Their execution is do, doing all it needs to. They're phenomenally clean in drumline and front land. But I mentioned Phantoms playing that game a little bit. I will say the entire Cavaliers battery book is not pedal to the metal. Like if you watch a lot right, of videos, right, right. there's some... But again, you can go watch historically great drum books. It's not always pedal to the metal. So I don't say that is a completely negative thing. But I will say it's not like their entire book... It is crazy, but their exposed moments are phenomenal. And they definitely give me the most variety. Um, Rhythmically, rudimentally, just... Yeah, yeah. just like the rhythmic interplay. The clarity is obviously very strong, but the flam vocabulary is there. They play the fours. They play the Shirley Murphys. They got the back sticks and stuff going on. They have the drum to drum. They um, have the claw. Which when we do... uh, They have the claw. They have the claw. um, Which has gotten a lot better. Uh, oh yeah i was worried a couple weeks ago I was like, it's hard to uh, do it's real hard to do it is hard to do we did it one time in a 
I did it one time in a college band. Yeah, so. Moorhead. I, well, that was the year <laughs> was before terrible. I got it was there. Terrible. Um, but yeah, they do give me the most variety from like a content standpoint. Um, they do move like the drill is there's some demand in the drill. Um, I think the drill hurts them as a whole ensemble in some spots. I think that's probably their kind of like their weak point. Like the really visual caption like, in general as a core. Well, I think <laughs> the way they're set up visually hurts the brass success. Um, mm. I don't know. And I'm going to try and I'm not sure I'm not a color guard person, but I just remember sitting there thinking, I was like, are these practice flags? Because uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Oh, that's show. not what you want to hear. Uh, but we're not guard people, so we're not we guard know? people. So what do we know? Yeah. I mean, I, I do visual stuff with like high school programs, but like, I think part of their that is what's a detriment for their, their overall ensemble right now. Part of why they're where they are, like eighth place, because they're going to have to freaking be undeniable and then the judges will just if they pop a number they'll pop a number so they obviously did last night that's what happened man like we said they i watched most of the shows yesterday for san antonio i don't think it was close from clarity that was heard even through the flow stream no the two cleanest batteries for sure that i heard through the stream were cavaliers and cadets Really? Cadets were cleaner than Boston? I thought that cadets were cleaner than Boston. Um, mm. I missed cadets. I was still at my neighbor's house, unfortunately. <laughs> now, I mean, you're, you're just kind of splitting hairs there. Well, I don't know you look at this recap. So, yeah, I mean, in achievement, um, Boston with a 91.5 and cadets with a 91. So it's pretty close. Um, cadets battery is no joke. Yeah, they're good. They're amazing. They're fun to watch. It's got that cadets flair that we all know and love well not all i won't say all of us i'm sure some people don't like it but whatever <laughs> uh that you and i know and love um yeah. they're nostalgic they're up there and i don't know i think i've heard grumblings as well through the grapevine of age outs and just people around the activity and stuff and i don't know if the cadets and boston fronts have the gas in the tank that's something maybe no um it'll just depend on what they do down the stretch you know yeah like, if they could still spice it up like you said you if you groups felt are like gonna continue to like all right you know we're just like we we gotta throw our chips in here like mm -hmm. take the risk take the gamble like we're gonna change this part we're gonna tweak this part we're gonna extend this phrase maybe like whatever they're gonna make changes people are yeah i mean so essentially i think cavaliers deserved the win last night far and away um, it was just, and, and like you said, a 0.3 spread is a statement like at like the top you, like that, a 0.3 spread is a statement. Like that group went on and had a show and you didn't see anyone the rest of the night that was really like, you're like, man, like if we reran it, like they would win again. Like yeah. if we just run this thing back, like, here we go. Yep. Next man up. Like I got next. Like, Yeah. So, so I, I still think the overall coming. thing is quite the dogfight. I think there's other groups that can yeah. ha that have three weeks, plenty of time to water a few things here if they need to, continue to build consistency and clarity, whether and build endurance, for example, in Crown's case, build that endurance to handle the show the whole time and maintain a level of clarity. Um, I will say I, I, I don't think Crown will win drums. 
they're not really personally in my conversation in my head right now. But that is not not to say that I don't think they're respectable and what they're doing is cool and enjoyable because I do like it. I like the whole show. I like the package. Um, I, I think there's four groups that could win drums. Uh, let me see if I can guess who you're thinking. Cavaliers, Blue Devils, Blue Coats, and Boston. Yeah, yeah. Those are those, those are your four. And then I would say Cadets and Crown are probably the next two outside four. Am I forgetting anyone? Mm. Let's see here. I would say Cadets and Crown are like right outside that conversation. Right. They'll, they'll but, probably be your fifth and sixth. We're not doing our predictions podcast yet. We'll do that. Play well. Yeah. Like everybody's got like you're gonna have to play consistent all three nights and. Top to bottom of the show. Like, if so, finals were today, Cavaliers win drums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Far and away, I mean, if finals were today, Cavaliers win drums. And yeah, I do not think there's a world where that would be controversial. Yeah, they're definitely the most consistent. And they have the content. Yep. So. And yeah. Blue Coat Speedy have the content. Consistency's not there yet. Crown, I don't know if Crown and Cadets have the content to pull it off, even if they got perfect right now. But three weeks, a lot of time to add things alter things, make changes to change that. Um, so that's really my narrative that I'm following. I'm, it, it's kind of the same thing that we talked about in preseason. How clean can BD and Bluecoats get? Is, is Boston's front doing enough, and can the battery maintain a level of clarity the entire season? Can Cavies, Have Cavies peaked early? The conversation two weeks from now in our predictions podcast, Cavaliers might, might have peaked yesterday. I doubt it, but it's still a possibility. I mean, and you know, overall speaking too, like I know last night BD won by a point, and then there was like another like point seven spread from second to third. I don't think that those groups are all really that far off. Um, like in the, I still in think the like Blue Devils metal race. Are, yeah, I think that yeah. BD is pretty still a pretty clear front runner, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think it's a full point. I think that's I don't know. I think so you wouldn't little... be surprised if Boston or Bluecoats ended up winning by the end. So that's that was no. Top I would th- be surprised, but not like, oh my god! There's no yeah, way this should happen. Um, your mind wouldn't be blown, like yeah, a, I wouldn't like be a tra- blown. Like I'd a catastrophe like, happened. That I would Blue be able. Well, that was win. unexpected, but yeah, like I wouldn't just be like, "There's no way." Let me put it this way: I see a path for them to, but I don't. I don't think they will. Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, that's. I'll make that's. I'll make a statement like that in percussion land. I see a path for Bluecoats or BD or Boston to win drums, but I made the statement in our preseason predictions, just bullshit discussion we had before the season officially started. If I was a betting man, I'd place a bet on Blue Devils winning drums. Anyone that wouldn't place that bet on the Cavaliers right now is probably not paying attention. Yeah. If I was going to make a financial bet on who would win the Sanford, I would far and away put the bet on the Cavaliers right now. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Three we're in the shows. This is just our midseason discussion. We'll do yeah. our actual placement predictions, and again, we'll do it like we did it with indoor. Evan and I will not talk to each other about who we think will finish where. I would bet there'll be less variability on this one than there will be for the there were for the indoor predictions. But we're not going to talk because shows happen so much more frequently yeah instead of each yeah. weekend you mean you, have you like, get to watch the progression more closely of the groups and everybody goes head to head more often you yes. don't have like a west coast east coast like very much true so we'll do the same thing i'll probably make the same statement 
whether my money bet would stay the same. It'll pro- we'll, we'll probably do that predictions podcast after Allentown. So Allentown will happen two weeks from now. We'll do what we've done for, for a lot of seasons now at this point of our personal percussion rankings of how it's going to play out. Um, but yeah, so Blue Devils were my front runner starting the season. Cavaliers are my front runner. And we'll see. We'll see if Bluecoats get a ton cleaner. We'll see if BD makes the adjustments or just gets a ton cleaner. Will Boston have the gas in the tank this year to close it out? It's. I will say, though, we are very spoiled this season Yeah, in percussion sure. land. There are... We talk about Crown and Cadets being on the outskirts of that discussion, not really part of the Sanford narrative currently as things stand, but that's like all six of those groups. And then even Mandarins, Troopers are fun to watch. Colts are fun to watch. Like, And I don't want this to turn into like everyone gets a participation trophy, but it really is true. There's so many I good groups watch this all, year. So. We get to I watch get to them all and enjoy it. And Man, there is a lot of – this might be one of the best – on the aggregate quality of percussion sections across the board years that have happened in a while. Yeah. I'd probably have to think back on that before yeah. I threw out like best percussion years since. Da, yeah. da, 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 I don't have that information either, but it just feels different than last year in terms of the number of groups in the conversation. It mm-hmm. feels different when you're in that next tier of groups, like your blue stars, troopers, et cetera. When you talk about it and you think about the level of quality they're putting on the field, it's kind of just like this, it's wild, and it's super fun as a fan to watch. So I'm sure you may not agree with everything we've said here. You probably disagree. If you do agree, let us know all of that in the comments. We do our best to engage with people that disagree and agree and kind of just foster the discussion and debate. These um, are just our opinions. So. Yeah, we do this for fun. We have no heart. We, we're not – we do our best. We, we never want to – Definitely try not to, like, belittle – what anyone's doing is what everybody's doing yeah. because we so. having done drum corps <laughs> we understand how much hard work is being put in by every one of these ensembles every right. day for so. 80 day 80 plus days every summer so this is nothing this is just us being fans us speculating us analyzing trying to make the right call um critiquing art yeah and fostering discussion within our community of all of you listeners and us and just getting discussion started. One of you might put something in the comments that we hadn't thought about. Maybe hopefully we've sure. said something here and you've gained some knowledge or insight that you didn't or didn't hear or weren't aware of. That's kind of our goal with the whole thing, but yeah, I don't want to I don't want to beat a dead horse and I feel like we covered I think we covered everything. We talked about most of the groups, the how things shook out last night in San Antonio. I'm super stoked for the rest of the season. I'm going to be watching all the regionals the rest of the summer. We'll be at finals. It's yep. good year. Really good year. Congratulations, Cavaliers and team, on winning the first regional in Drumland. Let's see if they can hold on to it. And uh, time will tell if somebody dethrones them by finals. Right. So we will see everybody in the next podcast, Facebook, Instagram, join button on YouTube, Patreon. You all know the drill, and we'll see you all probably in a reaction video in a day or two. We got a bunch of content out of San Antonio, so stand on the lookout for that.